0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
1: Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, We uh, shoot straight, we we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. Hey, it's a quiet Wednesday, and this is Mike here with the uh, Finn Fans podcast. And with me today, I've got Lewis Ergoni.
0: Hey, doll fans! And it's not going to be quiet, Mike. It was no, quiet. It, it,
1: it never is with you on the show. Oh, really? Well, you're you, you, you're loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All righty, let's do
1: it. What do we got? All right. So we got some things to talk about. um. I guess the big news this week didn't have to do with the Dolphins, but did have to do with the AFC East and, uh, Sam Darnold getting traded to, uh, Carolina, um, for a six round pick this year and, uh, 2022 second round pick and fourth round pick, uh, Lewis, what's that trade say about Teddy Bridgewater?
0: Oh, I think Bridgewater may be, uh, his days are numbered, obviously. Um. It'll be interesting to see what they do over there um, and where he's going to land. I don't know if they'll keep him. I don't know what his contract – I didn't look that up. I have no idea what his contract looks like. But Darnold is – you know, the coach over there wants him involved. Um, You know, he went after Darnold. He understands what he's all about. And I think it's a great move, you know, for what they gave up in return. I mean, you're getting a guy that is still – what is he, twenty four. I mean, well, he's, he's
1: played three years.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe he's 25. I don't know. Okay. He's not that old. I, I thought I read somewhere where he was 24 years old. The point of the matter is this, is that they're getting a guy, you know, they gave up what? They're, the top pick they gave up was a second-round pick, in yep. ne- not this year's draft, but next year's draft. Right. Right? A sixth-rounder and a fourth-rounder. I mean – not an awful lot for a guy that was a top five pick, you know, and quarterback. And honestly, I don't think he's been as bad as people think he's been. Uh, they just don't have a good offense. They yeah, don't if I remember
1: a- correctly, the Jets traded up to get him and spent like three second round picks. So they definitely lost on that deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the long run, absolutely. Ab- you know, absolutely. I mean, looking at it now, yes, they did because. They gave up three second rounders. You know, they 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 basically are going to have a guy that they drafted not on the team anymore, and in return, they get a two, a four, and a six. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there they, it it was. It didn't work out for them. But in my opinion, I think that they should have just stuck with him, and built around him because I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I really don't. And time will tell. You know, that's just my opinion. But I think that he's got some really good qualities. And I think that if you throw some good football players around him and a decent offensive line, which to me, I don't think they've had since he's been there, I think he's going to be a good, solid NFL quarterback. Is he going to be great? Maybe not, but he has potential. Uh, we haven't seen the best of him yet, in, in my opinion. Sounds like you're talking about Tannehill. Well, I mean, no, why? Why, why does Tannehill constate He's been gone two years now. I mean, well, I don't it's know a, it's
1: the done. same thing, you know. The guy, it didn't work out here, and you're, you're saying, you know, with maybe more talent around Darnold, then maybe he'll be okay. And then you know, everybody said the same thing about Tannehill.
0: Well, Tannehill was with us for what five, six seasons, correct? I mean, I think Darnold's been in New York for three, and yep. and it, personally, Mike, I also feel that Tannehill had a little bit more talent around him than than Darnold has over the last couple of years. I mean, I would agree with that. They're starting running backs, and I mean, not an awful lot to work with up there in New York on the offensive side. So, with all that being said. You know, uh, he's out of our division. Is that a good thing? Maybe. Um, you know, but uh, with who they're going to bring in, you know, time will tell in regard to that, too. I mean. Well,
1: most people speculate it'll be Zach Wilson.
0: Exactly. Which could be a problem for us for years to come as well. You know, I'm a little scared in regard to A little nervous, <laughs> that huh? A little hard. nervous. <laughs> Yeah, him and Josh Allen, yeah, that could be a problem. You know, we've got four games against those two teams every season. So, yeah, that could definitely be a problem for us for years to come. We'll see uh, what happens. Belichick's got to find somebody to run
1: his offense because you know that uh, Cam Newton is not the answer. So, uh, I'm sure there'll be another quarterback to worry about before long. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Listen, Tua's got to step up and he's got to match up against these guys and and be at the same level. I mean, we don't even know what this kid Wilson's going to bring. We don't even know if the Jets are going to go that route. You know, who knows? You know, they. you would think they're going to now. No, I would they think they're the quarterback, going to, yes. but, uh-huh. You know, maybe they – I mean, it'd be crazy if they went elsewhere. I mean – you know, I think there's a major drop-off after Wilson and re, not, you know, in regard to quarterbacks uh, coming out of college. I can't see them going a different route. You know, um, you know, dropping down and getting a Justin Fields or somebody like that at that spot. I just don't see it. But you never know, Mike. You never. Now know the, the Jets have screwed, you know the, the Jets, Jets have screwed up a million times before. Maybe they, they have. Again.
1: They have. Uh, the thing is, they have set themselves up for success in the same way that Miami has. Uh, mm-hmm. They've acquired 22 draft picks over the next couple of years. And yeah. uh, they got a couple of first-round picks this year. They got a second-round pick, a couple of third-round picks. They got a fourth-round pick, and they got two picks in the fifth and sixth rounds. Yep. And then ne- next year, they've got uh, their first and Seattle's first. They've got their second and Carolina's second. Uh, they've got a third, they've got a fourth in Carolina's fourth, they got a fifth in Pittsburgh's fifth and they have 3-6 round picks. So you can see right. they've got they've got a war chest there then they're definitely going to get better if they, if like us they make the right draft selections.
0: Well, that's the whole key, Mike, right? I mean, you know, going a few years forward, somewhere down the line you know we're going to look back at this time frame right we see what yep. buffalo did you know how quickly they changed it. they changed everything i mean they turned it over really they, quick they've turned it over quick they've they've had some smart trades some smart signings and some nice draft picks right they yep. got their quarterback a couple of years ago and they've they've built a nice team around him okay so When you look at our division and you look at the Jets, okay, they're in the same position as we are. Okay, they're going to draft a young quarterback this year. We drafted ours last year. Uh, New England at some point is going to have to draft a young quarterback and they're in rebuild mode. So, you know, two years down the line here, you know, we're going to look back at all these drafts and the quarterbacks we took and the guys that, you know, that we took at other positions. And, you know, we're either going to be extremely happy or we're going to be really. Really pissed <laughs> off, you know, and, you know, for the most part, you know, over the last 20 some odd years, we've been pretty pissed off. So let's just hope that, you know, things have, you know, things are, things are changing for us because, um, you know, like I said, I mean, the Jets are in the same Basically, we're we're a little bit ahead of the Jets, right? right. You would we're say a as, far as them, a, sure. a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you know, I I would say we're ahead of them in regard to a rebuild. But boy, if they come up with a big draft this year, uh, you know, they'll catch up pretty damn quick, right? I mean, that's it's as simple as that. So, especially if this kid that they draft a quarterback Starts lighting it up like a couple of guys did last year, you know? So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, this is this is like very, very important for us these next couple of years and these next couple of drafts, including last year's draft. So, anyway. The
1: over-under win totals came out. And uh, in our division, the Bills are at 10.5 wins. Okay. Miami and the Patriots are at 9 wins and the Jets are at 7.
0: Oof. Wow, that is, man, that is tough, 9 for Mm -hmm. us you know um well remember you have a 17th mm. game no i know that i I was just taking that into consideration as well and you know looking at our schedule you know i i think as long as the offense carries their weight we can get to 10 wins this year i think we can definitely looking at the schedule Uh i think we can get to 10 wins even possibly 11 but mike it you know at the defense I have confidence in, I think they're going to be even better than they were last year. I think that um, you know the linebacker that we picked up is going to be a major major improvement on that side of the football um, if we come up with a couple of decent draft picks that, that um, contribute. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, they've got a lot of guys returning. These guys all played together last year and for the most part they did a pretty good job. So there's not an awful lot of excuses on that defensive side of the football. No, there really isn't. Um, you know, where my concerns lie are in the offense and um as long as they carry their weight, you know, we we can be a very successful team next year and um you know, that depends on this draft and who we add to that offensive equation, you know, in regard to how we're going to, you know, how we're going to get to that point. Um, because the personnel that we have right now, I think we can be adequate, but we got to be better than adequate.
1: Exactly. You, you've got to, you know, you've got to challenge Buffalo.
0: Absolutely. Well, you got to, ch- listen, Mike, you get into the playoffs, right? And Lord knows what's going to happen. You just don't know. Um, you know, Kansas City showed some weakness. In that Super Bowl, teams are going to try to repeat as to what they did for four quarters, which is not an easy thing, but it can be done, and they proved that it can be done. That team can be slowed down. So, you know, they're they're the cream of the crop right now, and Buffalo, I would say, is right behind them. So, yeah, we are chasing Buffalo in our division, so to speak, but, you know, you want playoffs. You know, that means you're competing against everybody in the AFC, you know, not only Buffalo. You know, there's – what there's sixteen other teams, fifteen other teams. that you've to Let's look at the
1: against. win totals here for a second. There, there are a few teams sure. ahead of us. Kansas City is one of them at twelve wins. Um, right. Ba- Baltimore, eleven wins, mm-hmm. and the Colts, ten wins. And then you've got, and I'm not including Buffalo because I spoke about them already. Then you've got uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh at, uh, I'm sorry, Cleveland at uh, nine and a half wins. You've got Tennessee mm-hmm. at nine and a half wins. So those are the teams in front of us.
0: Right. Not an awful lot. No.
1: No, not an awful Not an
0: lot. awful lot. Not an awful lot. I mean, you know, Tennessee's lost some guys, you know, Corey Davis, one of their better receivers is gone. You know, depending on what they add and bring back in. Yeah, listen, the Colts are not that far separated from us from us either. So, I mean, you mentioned what? Five teams that that win total they're predicted, you know, Vegas is predicting them ahead of us. Not an awful lot. I mean, that means that you know we're right there. They're predicting us to be right there for a playoff spot, right? So you know, again, you know, the offense is, you know, is my concern, and uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how things uh, unfold in regard to this upcoming draft. Hey guys,
1: this is Mike again. Uh, breaking in for a second, just to ask a favor of you. We would like to request that you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and rate the show. Uh, let us know how we're doing. We'd very much appreciate it. Thank you. And fins up. Speaking of the upcoming draft, yep. we we have obviously the 6th pick and the 18th pick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about the 6th pick already. And at 18, most people, I think, you know, if you listen to them, uh, you know, on the Facebook page and, and j- you know, just people are talking about running back. And it's almost... <laughs> Everybody is saying we got to draft a running back at 18. Now, to me, I think drafting a running back at 18 is probably not smart. You need an edge rusher. You need an outside linebacker. You need somebody on defense that is going to, you know, set the edge and make some plays. And right. there, there are guys you can get at 18 that that can do that. Uh, if you put that off, then you're gonna not necessarily get what you could get at 18. Now, with the running backs, you've got three guys who who are surefire starters. And uh, you got another couple of guys there that probably could start. Right. You've got uh, Etienne from Clemson. You've got uh, Williams from North Carolina. Of course, uh, Najee Harris from Alabama. Most people are, are leaning towards him for the obvious connection. Mm-hmm. I think that if you look at uh, Michael Carter, he's built very much like uh, Clyde Edwards Holaire. He's 5'8", 202 pounds. He averaged uh, 7.9 yards a carry. Uh, He had 20 plus yard runs in in 10 of 12 games. He caught 25 of 30 targets, only dropping one. Uh, He broke eight tackles for 267 yards. Guy can run, Uh, certainly somebody who's probably capable of starting. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and another guy, Khalil Herbert, he averaged 7.6 yards a carry and got 4.7 after contact. Right, He broke 42 tackles on 155 attempts. Now, he's he's a stocky guy. He's 5'9", 212 pounds. He's thick, and he's built low to the ground. Uh, so, you know, he, he could be, you know, a pretty powerful runner if, if, you know, he plays to his size, and it sounds like he does.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the number one, Mike, because Mm -hmm. I know you said we did talk about it, but obviously things changed with the Darnold, with the Darnold uh, trade. Right, right. You know, you you would definitely assume now because there was, you know, I was, you know, thinking that the Jets would go a different route if they kept Darnold and obviously they probably would have. But now that we know for sure that they're going quarterback you know you've got the first two picks in the draft that are going quarterback and you may have San Francisco at number 3 going quarterback as well which leaves Atlanta and Cincinnati ahead of right. us now Atlanta can go either way um in regard to a quarterback or another position i think they're going to go in a different direction as well as Cincinnati so when we talk about that first pick mike um you know, you're getting you're probably getting the best guy at that position. If Sewell's there, you got the best tackle. If the receivers are there, Chase, you've got the best receiver, the the best edge player. The question becomes, Mike, who do you value the most at that position at number 6? Who do you right. value the most? Do you value a wide receiver the mo- or do you value the tackle more? Whatever the case may be. Or so, pits
1: the tight end.
0: Or pits the tight end. Exactly. Now, Depending on what they do with that number pick, with that first pick at number six, it's definitely going to have some kind of, uh, you know, effect on what we do at number 18, obviously. Because if we don't go receiver there, okay, there's a good chance that we may go receiver at number 18. Now, I will say this in regard to the running backs that you talked about. I believe if Harris is there at number 18 Mike and you know the receivers are off the board and so on and so forth I wouldn't have any problem with them taking him at that point. I really don't. Najee Harris at number 18 it may be a little bit early for a running back but I think he's much better than anybody else in this draft. I think he's head and heels above most of the other guys and I think that he would add another dimension to our offense that I'm not so sure any of these other guys are going to going to add to that. So You know, again, it just depends on what we do at that number six position and how, you know, what you value as the most important on this team right now. Um, You know, we talked last year about them pretty much addressing more so the defense, right? Uh, And we talked about this year being the offensive year. And, um, you oh, know, I still think that. I mean, just
1: because I'm talking about taking an edge player at 18 doesn't right. mean it is, won't be an offensive focused draft.
0: Right. And, and again, Mike, it depends on what teams are doing in front of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well. I mean, to me, it seems like teams are so much, it's so it, there's so much more importance on offense now, right? Doesn't it seem that way? That, yeah, it, absolutely. It's, Look at Kansas you know, City. I mean, that's, right. you know, that, that's to, the, uh, blueprint. That, that's the blueprint. It's flag football. You know, teams are going to score points. Well, we have to score points, you know. So what does it take to score those points? It takes players, players that we don't necessarily or may not have right now. So, you know, when you think on those terms, you know, I could very well see them going wide receiver, running back, or the tackle wide receiver, something to that effect, something that's going to just help our offense uh, get over the hump. Well, I'm assuming,
1: speak. you know, Lewis, that, that at six, they're going to get an offensive difference maker. They're going to get, uh, chase, chase, or they're going to get Pitts, or they're, they're going to get uh waddle if they decide to go that route or, uh-huh. uh, you know, the other receiver from Alabama. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, there's, there's enough guys there to choose from if that's the direction they want to go.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Because at,
1: at worst, there can only be two taken in front of them. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean absolutely. I mean uh, you know, it's again, I I can't wait for this to unfold uh-huh. because uh-huh. I'm just so curious as to who they value. If it's Tight End, they just feel like he's a monster and he's going to be that big a difference maker to take him at number 6. I mean, you don't see tight ends drafted all that often. In that top ten, right? Well,
1: what makes him so valuable is you can move him anywhere. He can play out wide,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I do get that, Mike. But you know, it, it's just going to be really interesting to see the actual actual value that they put on these guys. I mean, it it it's gonna it's gonna be a fun fun thing to watch this year. I mean, two picks in the top eighteen. We come back with two in the second round. I mean, boy oh boy, if they. If they can do, if they can get these type of, and I have no problem with Pitts at number six, I really don't. If he's that good a football player and he's going to be a difference maker like a Kelsey or a Kittle, you know, Kittle are in in their respective cities, their respective football teams, then I have no problem with having a guy like that on our football team. And the fact that you've got Gasecki there as well, I mean, boy, oh boy, you've got You've got two guys that can really make a difference there. You know, it's going to open up things for Gusecki on the opposite side. I don't have any problem with double tight end formations. (laughs) Absolutely. Or anybody else, you know. So, yeah, you go tight end running back or tight end wide receiver in that first round. Great. You know, we still need blocking though, Mike, you know, me and you talk about it all the time. You still have to have the guys up front to move people around. And that's why Sewell's so intriguing as well. Well, that you know? and maybe a center a little bit later. Right. Exactly. And the second round, they may, they, they may attack that as well. So the great thing is, is that we've got three picks in the top 35 or 36, right? Cause in the yep. second round we have what the third pick in the draft, right?
1: I think in the so. second
0: round, I think yep. it's the third pick third in the or second round. third or fourth, third or fourth. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I mean, that's like having a late first rounder there. I mean, you're sure. going to get a very, very solid foot. Fu- I mean, the 35 35th to 36th best college football player. In the second round, right there. I mean, out of all of these football players, the quarterbacks are off the board. Say there's four or five. So basically, you're talking about 30 NFL player, 30 players coming out of college from all the positions across the board. You're going to get a top-notch guy there as well, as long as you did your homework and you, and and they they draft a guy that you know that that is uh, is of uh, is deserving of that of being drafted at that position.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to think they will. I mean, you have to think that, that they have done their homework. You have to think that uh, Marvin Allen has helped and, and Greer is on his game and, and they're going to pick players who are going to help the offense. Absolutely. That's what you hope. Yeah. And, yep. uh, you know, sometimes what you hope and what happens are two different things, but we'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, 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 the guys they seem to be interested in are – Athletic guys. They're difference making guys. At least they have been in college. Now we have to see if that translates.
0: Right. Absolutely. What we don't want, Mike, is to be in the middle of all this and draft a guy that isn't that guy, right? You know, we make right. a mistake on them. You know, like, oh my God, look at the guys that were drafted around us, right behind us, and look at what our guy is doing. You know, so I think that regardless of who they take, Mike, they're all going to be quality football players. Um, it's just a matter of, I mean, Soul Soul Pitts, uh, the, the Chase, the receiver, any any one of those guys, I think, is going to be a major major Waddell benefit Smith. to our football team. Waddle mm-hmm. Smith, you know, so on and so forth, an edge player that you're talking about, uh, you know, I mean, they're going to be rock solid one way or another, I would hope, right? We can't, we yep. can't, we can't do it. We can't expect anything less than that. We can't do anything less than that because what we'll be is the same type of team we've been for the last 20 years. Well, the edge player happens.
1: is is the one major missing link on our defense.
0: Yep, absolutely. And Mike, you know what? There's next year. I mean, yeah, you may not get it. You can't get everything in one in one year. I think our major our our major necessity is going to be offense going into this coming football season and I, and i honestly feel that that's what they have to address early on and uh maybe they find the uh, you know a uh, a sleeper a little bit later that they rolled a the dice on Otherwise, you just address that next year. But let's get some offensive quality in here, you know, some big-time playmakers, some superstars, you know, back to the Oh, well, yeah,
1: definitely. But I, I want to get in the playoffs. So, you know, getting that edge rusher is important. You got to put some pressure on these quarterbacks that you're talking about.
0: Yep, absolutely. So, it,
1: you know, yeah. we'll see what they do. Maybe they do know of somebody in the later rounds they can take who they feel like they can coach up and, and you know, have an effective pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, you always wonder, you know, with their scheme, how much focus they put on it, because uh, they always say they feel like they can get it out of scheme and, and not necessarily uh, having one guy who's
0: better than anybody else. Yeah, so we'll see. We shall looking forward to it. It's yeah, cre- three weeks creeping away, up. Creeping yep. up, it, it's actually it hasn't been slow for me. It's been boom. You know, it's just been wow. We're only three weeks away already. Yeah, this is great. You know, we've got what two two more shows, three more shows before the actual draft. Yeah, right. Going to be yep. fun. Going to be fun. Next couple of weeks are going to be very very interesting. All the trades and uh you know everything that's unfolded in the off season. It, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait. Can't wait to see it unfold in front of us.
1: Well, we will. I mean, it's not that much longer now. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the teams do over the next uh, three weeks. Are there going to be more trades, you know? Right. Uh, There could be. Uh, So, we'll see. Very much so. uh, Like you said, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we don't have that much longer to wait anymore. So, the end of the month will be here before you know it. Anything else you got that you'd like to talk about today?
0: Uh, you mentioned something before we came on about Parker and the yeah Devonte Parker.
1: That's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. just a bunch of speculation that he should be traded, and uh, makes no sense to me. I mean, I understand you know he makes more money than anybody else. I get all that, and I know they need cap room. I get all that, but you know if we're looking to draft receivers, you're not necessarily going to be throwing your best receiver to the curb. It doesn't make sense. You know,
0: why why would you? And what are you going to get in return for him when, you know, if a team does trade for him, he's a free agent at the end of the year anyway. So, right, you'll get nothing. What are you going to get for him? You're not going to get a number one or a number two for him. You're going to get a number four, is, 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 if that
1: for a one year rental, if
0: that, right, is, is, is that. Trade really worth it? Wouldn't you just rather have Parker on the field for this, even if you lose him at the end of the year, right? Right. Wouldn't you rather have him going into this season more so than, say, a number four, number five draft pick uh, in next year's draft? I mean, the hell with that.
1: It makes no sense. People are talking about trading him, but, you know, because of his contract situation, he really doesn't have a whole lot of value.
0: But yeah, I mean, Mike, his contract isn't even an extreme one. What is he making?
1: Oh, I don't know I have to look, but it's not much it's not uh, you know for not for a receiver
0: right I mean, if they want to unload some salaries, they've got other guys at that position that they can do it with, you know what I mean that have not been as productive and um You know, people have to realize that these guys are human beings. They're gonna get hurt. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna deal with stuff over the course of their careers. Some guys are fortunate. Some guys go game in and game out and don't get hurt. And I don't think there's anything in regard to Parker that he's doing that has like I don't see him as being a lazy guy and not being able to stay on the field because he just doesn't take care of his body. I mean, some people are just not fortunate. And you know, what? what Parker did last year, fight, you know, he was playing injured. He wasn't, we've he talked about injured this al- almost before. all year, yes. Almost the whole season. I mean, listen, he is what he is, right? He's never going to be, you know, a Jerry Rice per se. But man, he's been good the last couple of years. He really has. I mean, last season, some injuries. He was playing hurt. The season before, he was fantastic. He had one of the best years that we've seen out of a wide receiver in ages and without a really good offense around him. I mean, basically he was our offense uh, two years back. So, you know, leave the guy alone. Who cares about, you know, I mean, to trade him would just be ridiculous. At this Look, point.
1: there's going to be a time for him to go. I just don't think this year is that time. No, we'll right? see.
0: And you it know, may not be the following year either, right. Mike, if he has a good, solid year this year, you know, maybe they will we'll see on him. We'll see. Exactly.
1: All right, Lewis, thanks for joining me this afternoon, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Very welcome. We'll be back next
1: week, and uh, we'll start talking draft a little bit heavier.
0: All right. Like it, like it, like it. Like we haven't already, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> there's Mike, there's really no way around it. Even if we have a show themed towards something else, eventually. Yeah, I mean, it, there's it, just stuff be- going
1: on that, that leads to it.
0: Of course, exactly. You always got to go back to what, you know, what uh, everybody's excited about. And uh, it's an exciting time for us, much like it was last year with three number ones. So.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right. What, what makes it more interesting now to me is is the division. Uh, you know, with the Jets stocking yes. up on draft picks and, and New England not having a quarterback. And then, you know, you know they have to get one. How are they going to do it, you know? Exactly. Uh, Mac uh jones gonna fall to them is that his name i think it is uh mm-hmm. the alabama quarterback uh yep. so you know i mean there's there's so many people out there and and you just wonder which which way they're gonna go you know do they have somebody in mind or are are they gonna wait and, and attack it next year you know and go just go with cam newton like they did last year
0: mm-hmm Yep. Maybe, maybe they'll get Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> well, they spent an, they spent enough money in free agency to where, you know, they're 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 in a position to where they can probably go out and get their quarterback of the future in the first round if they ch- choose to yep. do so, if there's a guy there that they like. You know, yep, like I exactly. said, Mac Jones is a possibility and there's a yep. few other guys as well. So we'll see what happens.
1: All right, Lewis. We'll be back next week. You got it. Fins up,
0: everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's
1: our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.